Welcome back to Mining Stock Daily. It is an intraday corporate update with one of our corporate sponsors. That's Fireweed Zinc and the CEO of that company, Mr. Brandon McDonald. Fireweed trades on the Toronto Venture Exchange with FWZ and also on the OTC markets with FWEDF. Brandon, it's extraordinary times we're living in right now. How are you holding up, my friend? Yeah, I you know I'm doing okay. Sitting here uh, at home uh, under what social distancing or self isolation or whatever, um, it's unprecedented. I mean, I think that the market actions are unprecedented. The you know Canada just shut its borders to everyone who's not a Canadian or an American, um, which is unprecedented. You know, it's it's uh, crazy times. You know, it is. It's, you know, I wanted to talk to you actually because I know there's a lot of questions out there from investors and speculators, especially with resource um, companies that, how do companies make it through this? You know, we've already seen a massive sell off. I mean, as we look at it, I mean, Fireweed's trading well below, actually, it's all time low. It's now traded at 30 and a half cents Canadian. Uh, it's tough times. But how are companies going to make it through this uh, this spell of whatever we have here, Brandon? Well, I, I guess, you know, I suspect companies that currently have cash will likely reduce their burn if they were sensible, um, because I'm guessing, you know, this leads to a uh, global recession. I'm guessing the markets are not particularly receptive to news flow for a while. Um, and, uh, you know, we don't know when the next healthy financing window opens. So, you know, I think reducing you know, burn for companies with cash is the right move. Um, and then there's the companies without cash or who need to raise who are going to have to do the financing a little bit cheaper and perhaps a bit smaller than they had hoped and dreamed. Um, but, you know, can they get them done, I guess, is the other question, right? Because it's, it's one thing to say, oh, look, my share price is now 30 and a half cents. But can I, is the capital even available to to raise that money. I'm lucky for us. It certainly is. Um, but that may not be the case for everyone. Yeah, it's certainly, uh, I, I know a lot of companies that were looking at 2020 for potential to get uh, really good raises and uh, good financings into their uh, pocketbooks so they can continue exploration through this summer. But, um, capital might be harder to come by than it was last year. If that's hard to, well, it's not hard to believe now, but I would say a month ago, we would have said that. So, <laughs> Well, and it's what's crazy is that this has been a wild ride because uh, you look at the sort of four-month history of my public statements, you know, in, in uh, Minds of Money London in December, I was describing the mood as cautious to nihilistic. Um, and then January at VREC and Roundup, I was saying it was extremely positive, and, and it was, Right. And then now by PDAC, it was people were just reeling from, uh, you know, the market tanking. And then it's just gotten worse since then, right? Like, I think uh, anybody who's in denial at this point needs to snap out of it. Yeah, do you think there's some heads turning? Maybe people who were maybe putting a lot of blame on maybe media or, you know, politics that maybe they're now realizing how serious of an issue COVID-19 really is? Yeah, and I think that's that's definitely a big thing. And I think as well that investors are starting to realize like, okay, you know, because, you know, as a junior mining CEO, you're, you're kind of signing up to be uh, the punching bag in chief. Um, you know, investors take out their frustration on you. 
Um, I, I think, you know, I, I, I've had some very, um, you know, kind of heartwarming discussions with some investors who who recognize that there is nothing. You know, there's no button I can push to to fix things for fireweed. It's you know, it's just the tough market, and we'll weather it. You know, that's what we have to do. You know, and I think investors are learning that heaping abuse on management teams for for somehow not bucking a global trend is is a bit ridiculous. Brandon, what are you doing uh, as the CEO of Fireweed to Make sure you're taking care of your people and uh, you know your staff and your employees. Obviously, you're not on, you're not on the ground there at McMillan Pass in the Yukon because it's not that no. it's covered in snow. Uh, but you know, at home, what are you what are you doing to help manage uh, this uh, pandemic with your people? Well, we're all working from home for starters, um, and I'd encourage people to take any time off they want. Um, but you know, one of the issues for companies like us is, uh, you know, I have four full-time geologists. Um, I don't want to lose a single one of them because they're the ones that know my project in and out. Right. So the, the challenge for me is, okay, you know, if this is going to be an extremely lean year for us, how do I keep my staff? Because, uh, you know, obviously financing risk is a risk for a business, but so is, you know, so is your, uh, staffing risk, your, your, your internal expertise, you know, losing that expertise, you know, cutting, cutting staff and then finding out that they're not available when you want to spin back up um, is problematic. Um, And it's something our board and investors take seriously. So we don't, we don't intend to lose a single staff member. So how about on the executive side with the, with the, uh, with the board? I mean, what was, what, what's been the mood with the board, uh, you know, in the last couple of weeks here? Was this something you saw coming, you know, during PDAC, was that when the worry started, or is this something that maybe you really had to change and manage in the last week and a half? So, uh, look, I don't think anyone saw it coming exactly like this, right? Um, you know, it's funny. We had that big announcement at PDAC from the Yukon government yeah. that, that you know they're committing a bunch of funds to our road, which was awesome news. And that was why we had held off on the financing, is because we had a pretty good inkling that was coming soon. Um, so we wanted to, to do the financing after that. You know, we had a nice bounce on the day and then have just plumbed basically our half. But we were now, you know, after PDAC, now we're half that, right? So the um, hindsight 2020, we would have maybe financed in early Feb or late Jan or something. But um, that's exactly what it is, hindsight, you know. So the board has to take a look at, well, what's, what's our current reality um, rather than what we'd like like it to be <laughs> what are you working with you, you got to work with the market you got right like i can't you know you, you can't push the the square peg to the round hole you gotta you gotta accept your reality let me ask you about zinc and base metals right now brandon i mean we we saw copper bust through that two dollars and fifty cent level uh yesterday um that floor at 250 we thought was in kind of gave way Talk to us about zinc and what you think some repercussions from this might be with uh, zinc and your continued outlook here. Well, you know, look, at zinc's at 88 cents a pound right now. Um, I'm guessing something like uh, on a cash basis, probably 30% of the market is underwater. On a all-in cost, probably 50% of the market is underwater. Um, so at this point, it's a question of who's shutting down and when, and, and is it care and maintenance or is it bankruptcy? Right. That's, that's the big question, you know, cause nobody at 88 cents 
is uh, you know rushing to prop up failing companies or or support ones that have a, a really high cash cost, right? So um, that's it's telling, right? I mean, you know, we that so much of the market is underwater at this level tells you that a a true long term floor for zinc is significantly higher than this because you you can't shake out half the global production and call that a floor. That's obviously well below the floor, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's, so we get some sense of when the industry starts, you know, falling apart. And then the question is, okay, what's the long-term incentive price, right? And um, this is an interesting thing for investors to think about is, is like, don't, don't waste your time doing, you know, rerunning companies, project economics at 88 cents because there is not a there's not a project in the world that is getting financed at 88 cents they're just literally not right like nobody writes a project finance check for a zinc project if their long-term price is 88 cents do you think that will so, do you think that will come into play with helping virally get financing here in the short term yeah because look everyone understands that this is um a price shock um, I mean, this is a a you know you know perfect sort of intersection of, of global events, you know, between uh, COVID nineteen and and the oil price war to really hammer commodities. Um, this you know this specific you know market action is a once in a generation action. So if 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 this is the once in a generation zinc price, that's not so bad, you know. And and this is part of what I was talking about. Um, you know, when we initially put out our economics was that you think probably more than other base metals, you need a long mine life. Um, you got to expect that you're going to have to deal with a few price shocks. Um, but there's also going to be a few um, price shocks in the opposite direction, like where, where it's going to really spike. Uh, and that's, you got to survive the, the lows to, to make money at the highs. Um, and, and I think that I, I don't think you need to reevaluate your long-term pricing. I, I, you know, if, if analyst consensus for long-term pricing has changed much, I'd, I wouldn't know why, right? Like, uh, to me, it's still got to be sort of that 115 to 120 long-term pricing. Right. Brandon, I appreciate your honesty. <laughs> as brutal as it sounds sometimes, but uh, I think that's why everybody around here uh, in this sector respects you so much. So thank you so much for your time and your insight. Uh, that's Brandon McDonald with Fireweed Zinc which trades on the TSX Venture Exchange with FWZ. Brandon, 